This week on The Cause, uh, we brought in a, an old friend of mine. I, I might use the word friend a little loosely. Uh, I met this guy uh, my freshman summer of college. He was brought in to be a mentor for his incoming freshman before he went to play professional basketball in Europe. Fast forward four months later, he sent home, uh, got, got cut because he was partying a little too hard that night after a loss, 0-5 start. And now he currently is a bartender of some sort, so, you know, probably the greatest mentor I've ever had. So, Zach Hillsland, welcome to the show. Thank you, thank you. we got to update the people a little bit. I'm no longer bartending, um, but I can still make a mean cocktail. But I, uh, yeah, you know, spent some time overseas, uh, had a little bit too much fun at certain times, lost way too many games, um, and retired at the ripe old age of 24. So, you know, these things happen. I brought you in to talk about the Olympics, and uh, I mean, sure. I, when, I, when I texted you about this, I said, I know you're not an expert in the Olympics, so you're like, wait a minute, I'm, in, I'm an expert. So before we really start, just give me, give me what your favorite thing about the Olympics is, uh, like, are you, like why you're excited about it, and just, you know, just, just talk to me, man. Just talk to, the, talk to the listeners. Right, right. So I wouldn't consider myself the kind of guy that like, usually gets fired up over like nationalistic things, like go USA red blue all this shit but for some reason when i'm watching the olympics i become like a deep south like want to smash a beer can on my head and scream at the tv just like get a gold medal you know it just it just takes me over i love it i absolutely love it um with that being said i can't watch every single event you know there's some there's some events in that i'm just like how is this even a sport let alone it's like how are people getting rewarded for this stuff but you know you turn on the swimming and the running and um i guess even some of the like soccer stuff it's pretty fun to watch but uh yeah i don't know it's, it's a fun time of year obviously it was a lot of negative sentiment leading up to the olympics but now that it started i think people are are into it and enjoying themselves and i certainly am so just trying to watch as much as i can uh saw some good women's gymnastics today that was nice uh well, Simone Biles, I mean, unbelievable what she can do. Oh yeah, she's uh, she's a stud. It, you know, it's crazy about well, you can't tell how small they are. Uh, but she's four foot nine. She's four. She's four eight actually. I saw I saw yeah, a picture of her next crazy. to some like beach volleyball player. It's like like is she full grown? Yeah, she's full grown. Like, wow. I, I don't know how it happens. It's like if you know you're going to be short like for your life and you want to do something athletic, like put down the balls, put down. Like, you're not running because your legs are too short. Just grab. Like just get on the gymnastics floor, learn how to do some flips and stuff. That's that's what you got to do. Flips, handstands. If you're short, you want to be an athlete. Straight into gymnastics. I mean, I kind of want to know like who the tallest gymnast ever was, right? Like, do they they got to cap it at? You got to be under five foot five if you're a woman, right? Like, there's no way there's a five foot seven girl out there just like beast in the floor. Well, if you think about it, if you watch happen. enough, if you watch enough of it, like when you see unparalleled bars, it's like that second low bar is so low, like. It's underneath my. It's three feet off the ground. Yeah, like you can't be tall if you're gonna do that. It's like, like honestly, I think if I was hanging from it, like just grabbed it, like I think my, I, I my knees would be like too tall. You know, I I don't know how yeah. I did. I'd probably be sitting down on my butt. I mean, you trying to do a full revolution on one of those bars would be impossible. That thing would snap, 
and you would land on your head and it'd be over. No, oh, I, I mean, I'd, I'd break my ass for sure. I mean, I think if I got, enough, your ass. If I got enough, spe- enough speed, I'd just hit it off the pad and it'd be over. I'd be shattered pelvis. It'd be over. Yep. But, I mean, Olympics comes at a great time. Uh, it's a summer. For the normal American fan, I know there's fans throughout the world for sports that love soccer and everything. Well, Americans, we don't really love soccer that much. I know you do. But majority We're getting of America, better. We're getting better. We're getting better. Our team's not is, stays pretty average every year. But you know, as as sports fans in America, summer's a slow time because only baseball. I know Amer- baseball is America's pastime, but unless you got a six pack in the fridge, you're not really enjoying that. So this is the summer savior. You know, we got Michael Phelps getting winning medals. Just got his twentieth gold medal of all time. We got the Russians using steroids, not some not be allowed to compete, which is always a fun thing. And then you got the beat the butts of beach volleyball. And if mm. you don't if you don't enjoy watching that, I'm not gonna say something wrong so, with you, but you're not a cold blood. Have you, you're not, have you're not you a red played beach man. volleyball, Tom? No, I haven't. I think beach volleyball might be the hardest sport in existence. I have no idea how they jump. Time and time again, it's impossible. It's impossible. I played the I played two weekends ago, and I was out of commission for a week, and I was just playing a bunch of scrubs, you know. But I was out of commission for a week, so that is definitely one sport. Like if you give me a gold medal in that, I would take that and just I would retire from anything. I wouldn't even get a job. I would just like hang out in a beach town, wear my gold medal, and just like try to get in pickup games and just be you know have a good time because that's that's an achievement. That sport is impossible. So a younger me, you know, only watching volleyball for the butts of the female side. But now, like, I, I was watching the men's volleyball all afternoon. It, it is athletic. Like, I, I just think about me trying to run on the beach. Like, I get winded after 10 steps. These guys are jumping, cutting, and running. It's impressive. Uh, I wish I could do it. Like, I had a moment where I thought, man, I wish my parents wouldn't have put me in basketball court and just let me play volleyball because beach volleyball looks like a fun thing to do. Yeah, but that's the thing. It looks fun. Like, you're out in the sun. Like, yeah, you're on a beach. It's not fun. It's horrible. You're just, like, you're sweating, and you get sand on you, and then sand gets in your eyes. I, You know, it's insane. I, I would be surprised if any beach volleyballer actually enjoys what they're doing, but I think that makes it even all the more impressive that they're doing it and excelling and winning medals. It's crazy. But, yeah, I, I uh, nothing but the utmost you know, girls' butts are great. The guys' butts are nice. Like, everyone's in great shape. It's, it's a hell of a sport. Oh, I mean, it definitely goes down for the men's and women's uh, best uniforms. Are we – Are we, we're we winning those events, right? Like, we always win it on the women's side, right? Well, I mean, you had Misty Mae Trainer and Carrie Walsh, uh, whatever her last her – She's Mar- still doing it. She's like, been doing Carrie it Carrie Walsh is still years. doing it. Misty Mae's done. But Carrie Walsh still doing it, dominating. Uh, I mean, I think right now she's leading the Olympics in uh, blocks, which is unbelievable at her age. She's been doing it for like four yeah, Olympics. Which is unheard of. Yeah, I mean, for a sport like that, you know your your peak athletically if you're doing that for. I mean, it's one thing we're doing it four years in a row, but it's like four separate Olympics. That's 16 years, if that's the right math. I think it yeah. is. It's just a lot of jumps on those knees. I can't imagine how for four Olympics at such a high level. Um, but I don't know. I, I guess just playing in the sand or something is has got to be some sort of like therapeutic physical therapy style work on your feet like your feet and ankles just have to be incredibly strong to do that so maybe there's something to be said for like longevity because you're just like in a natural state being barefoot but it, it still seems crazy I, i've got nothing but um, the utmost respect for those athletes well, i know wild. it's like when i'm walking on the beach for like 10 minutes i need to go exhausted home. exhausted i'm like i when i think when i think of the rocky and apollo creed workout in rocky three i'm like that is the peak physicality of all time just because I tried it one time and I got like three steps, like I'm done. Like I am done. Yeah, 
Yeah, no, thank you. Put me in, put me in an inner tube and send me out with a, a cold beer. That's that's how I play beach volleyball. Oh, that's the best way to watch. I think. I think that oh, yeah. the, the Olympics are missing out on the opportunity by not allowing people to be in the water on Copacabana Beach right now with a with a my tie oh, in hand. Wow. Yeah, you're onto something there. That's that's smart. You could sell out those inner tubes for a grip, and people are like, yeah, I'll do that. That sounds well. I, actually, I don't know. I, the water's been a very big issue in Rio, so I, I don't know if you're going to get your average. Average Joe Olympics consumer to, to take that uh, dip, but it's, it's a good idea in theory. Well, that's a good point about a lot of things wrong with the water. Uh, I know a lot of people, because of the water, the you know the crime, Zika virus, not really wanting to go. Uh, I actually had a conversation last week with a friend of mine about how he was upset that some of these top NBA players aren't going because it's their duty to go. And I look at him like, man, it's not the military, it's sports. Like... Anyone that seriously yeah. thinks, like, as a top athlete, it is your duty to go to the Olympics, you're a dumb. You're un- uneducated. Because, I, in my opinion, this is a hot take. It's a flaming take. But no, take one's, no one's going to the Olympics to, to represent America. They're going to represent themselves. Like, they're trying to get status. They're trying to get sponsors. They're trying to make a living because, you know, NBA players make $20 million a year. As a swimmer, you're not making anything. So you need, that, you need to win gold and get some stat- build your status. And I, I think you agree with me, right? I completely agree with you, but you bring up another great point in terms of like sponsorships too. So you got like a swimmer like Katie Ledecky or however you say it. that's how you say it, right? Le- yeah, Katie Ledecky. Ledecky. Yeah. So she she chose to maintain her amateur status, right? Yeah. Um, and so she's missing out on like three to five million dollars. You know, same thing happened to the other female swimmer from last Olympics. I forget her name. Was it Miss Missy Missy Franklin? Missy Franklin. Yeah. yeah so she was like seventeen last Olympics. Decided to. Uh, remain uh, amateur and lost out on five mil, and now she's kind of like falling off, you know. Um, but to get back to the whole NBA thing, that that shit is completely ridiculous to me. Like those guys play, like so we played in college. That's a thirty forty game season max. I don't know about you, but my body was jacked up during the season. Could you imagine playing eighty two game season and then playoffs and whatever with all that travel, back to backs, all that nonsense, and then be like, hey, I'm gonna go to the Olympics and perform because it's my duty that's that's insane that's complete insanity like if you're a guy like lebron james you hold the all-time scoring record for the for men's basketball olympics don't go, take a take a summer off you need to, to rest because you got kevin durant and steph curry coming at you hot next year so just you just need, need to be in like a hyperbaric chamber for three months don't even watch the olympics you know fuck that duty shit you got to take care of your body I mean, I, I I don't know. I does that does that guy that had that opinion sports? I mean, he was he's a high school coach, assistant coach. Um, not enough said. Enough not said, really yeah. the most athletic of people. He's kind of, he's rounder than he's tall. Good guy, but I just looked at him like he was crazy. So who's who's he mad at that didn't go? LeBron and Steph Curry. Oh, he's mad at LeBron and Steph Curry. It. I'm like, dude, you can't ex- like no they've done no it before. Way. Like they've won no gold. Way. Like United States is gonna win gold by 50 points every game. Like why should they go? There's no reason for them to go. Like they might get hurt. They might get Zika. What if? What if Steph Curry, Curry wants to have a third kid? He's got to wait a year. At least you know, like that. Those kids' heads are gonna be minuscule he doesn't want to risk that you know and i'm sure he's probably he's at the age where he's gonna have another kid he's probably trying to have a boy if i'm steph Curry, i'm like i need to have a son right i need to have another dell i need to have dell jr exactly we we need to keep this curry name alive and it's not gonna be seth that does it it needs to be me steph right well you know that that's interesting as well and you know you wonder if his daughters are gonna be athletic at all i mean the one definitely got some fire in her belly you know she's gonna be 
a star of some sort. And who knows? She could be an incredible basketball player, but who knows what those kids gravitate towards. But yeah, you know, I have no problem with those guys saying, look, I just played upwards of 100 games in the most physically demanding sport. I mean, you could probably make the argument that the NFL is a little bit more physically grueling, but in the NBA, you're playing against the best athletes in the world, you know, oh. on a nightly basis. Take your Take your rest when you can get it. Do your thing, man. And then, I have no problem with that. Work-life balance. Yeah, then on top of that, you have like the lower-level NBA guys that aren't quite good enough to uh, be in the on the American team, but they can like get citizenship from another country that like are going to the Olympics for like Brazil, for like for like con- other countries, so they can be in the Olympics. Like they don't care about representing the country; they just want to be at the Olympics just for status purposes, right? I think so, but I mean, I, I I'm probably I, I certainly understand your point that. No one's going to represent their country. They're going to represent themselves. I think yes and no. Like I said, like when I watch it, I get fired up. And I'm like, USA, let's do this shit. So I'm sure that like when you're in it and you're there and you, you're doing the opening ceremony and you're walking with all the other athletes, there has to be something special where you're like, hey, this happens every four years. It's lined up with my prime maybe once or twice in my life. I've had this opportunity to go not only represent myself but represent my country. It's a, it's a cool thing. So, um, yeah, I mean, if... Uh, so in that respect, some guys are definitely crazy not to go. But if you've been already, take a back seat. Let someone else go. Like I, I'm sure there's a bunch of first timers on the USA team that wouldn't have had this opportunity had the had the big dogs said they wanted to go. So yeah, exactly. I think it's, it's best for everyone. Exactly. Given if you don't want to be there, let another guy get an opportunity. Like Jimmy Butler wasn't going to go if LeBron wanted to go. So like, hey, you know, good for that. You know, LeBron's opened opportunities for other people, which is. Great, you know, and like you said, they're winning games by fifty, and it's not. I don't think it's going to get any closer. Honestly, I watched a couple games uh, today and yesterday, and the competition doesn't seem to be too hot. Like I think the USA is just going to stomp through this tournament. Yeah, so, when I think of international basketball, yeah, I think China's good, and then China just didn't wasn't even like didn't belong to didn't deserve to be there. You had Yi Zhang Yilong. Is that his name? The guy that was like a fifth overall draft pick not too long ago. Like, right, right, right. Something. That, I think you kind of butchered his name, but I'm not going to try it either. But I appreciate that. But yeah, I, I don't know. It's whatever, man. It. I don't. I don't even think like the are really that much about basketball. You know, because it's like it's not the biggest stage for basketball. We just got done with the biggest stage for it. This is just kind of like a marketing push for some of these guys, like you said. But uh, but yeah, I, I, I'm over it. No, that's enough about being cynical. There are plenty of reasons to going to Rio for the Olympics this year. But is there a bigger reason than uh, the, the Olympic Village being provided with 450,000 condoms to the athlete? Like, that's a ridiculous... Per athlete. Per athlete. Per athlete. It should be per athlete. That's ridiculous amounts. Like, you know what? I don't care what your stance on premarital sex is. You're in You're in Brazil, probably the capital of premarital sex. Uh, you're an athlete. You're the... People, best shape of your of the in the world, probably the most sexually well, active people really in the world. Like one is just in tip top shape. Pheromones are running high. I'm sure they've got a bunch of bottled up energy. It's got to be like a swingers club in there, you'd imagine. But with that being said, like I heard, Olympic Village wasn't quite up to snuff facilities wise. So maybe that's kind of taken a hit in the romance department, and people are kind of just chilling and maybe just getting to know each other. I don't know. But uh, but yeah, I don't know. I, I it would definitely be fun to event a little bit of time in the Olympic Village. What, what, what teams do you think are cross-pollinating? Like, where do you think that's happening? I mean, I'm thinking, uh, obviously, the, basket, the United States basketball team, I thought, would be high on the list, but they're in their yacht. So when it comes to uh, intercourse, it's, it's happening in the ocean. But for country, <laughs> but like, I'm thinking 
I don't even know. I'm thinking tracks. Like the U.S. track team might be might be killing it. Potentially the okay. Spanish the Spanish uh, under twenty three soccer team is probably killing it. And you wow. And I'm thinking, you know, the Brazilian soccer team is probably killing it as well. I mean, they're in their homeland. But they those know- guys got to just be tired from all the things throughout the regular year, though. Like there has to be a time where you're like, you know what? I just gotta go to bed early and maybe not even look at the member that I'm attracted to. Oh, I agree. They, I'm just exhausted. They might be tired of Brazilian girls, but how often are a girl from like Norway going to be in Brazil? How often is a girl from Oof. Russia going to be in Brazil? How often is a wow. girl from Syria going to be in Brazil? Like you got to take the opportunities when they're there. I mean, if you miss, if, if you don't do it, you're a chump in my opinion. Well, it sounds like you've got your pickup lines all. Um, no, I'm just, you know, I think the the average Olympic watcher would enjoy some reporting on you know maybe some of the more salacious moments in the uh, in the Olympic Village because uh, at the end of the day like that's just another sport you know like who's the gold medalist as a world to do that who knows maybe like Olympics year three thousand or whatever the number is will have uh, some more transparency along those lines but you know no wish in one hand I guess well I mean the thing is like you have like. You have all these big time famous people in America. They have no personal life with the TMZs, the the bar stool sports, and all those things, all the smut websites out there. But like, why? Why? It's a missed opportunity for them not being Olympic Village because if if they're not if you're not following like targeted professionals that you think are gonna be absolute slayers, that like that that is probably that's definitely more entertaining to watch than say archery or uh, field hockey. <laughs> I mean- or that's the thing, though. Like, say there's an archer that is just a world class stickman. Maybe watching the archery event, damn, this guy is just hitting the bullseye time and time again. It makes sense. He's he's this way when he's not arching, or whatever they call it. Definitely adds a nice like human element to spice some of the more boring events. It's like, yeah, he's gonna just shoot a bunch of arrows for a while, but you should see him. When he's talking to some hot young things, you know. It's like he's shooting some arrows during the day, but you see what he's shooting tonight. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah, he's practicing. Like, it's a, it's a lifestyle, you know. It's a, it's a philosophy from top down. Like, if you think he's shooting arrows just to be an Olympic competitor and win a gold medal, you're crazy. He's shooting those arrows just to show off what he's got to be a world-class stick man. That's what I'm saying, you know. Like, he just channeled that. He found an avenue outside of the sexual realm, so... To that extent, cheers on him, you know, for... To me, this is, maybe it's not true, but the fact that that might be a possibility that all these guys are just finding ways to be athletes and to be at the Olympics only for the intercourse in those 450,000 uh, wow. condoms, it makes me want to watch that sport way more. Here's my question, though. Like, do these condoms have any sponsorships? Like, hey, here's like our condom with our logo on it. Like, that's that's huge right there. You got to be doing that, right? Just do it. Perfect. Sweet. Well, no, Let's no. Rip that what would be open. better is if each country provided condoms with their national flag on there. Oh, I like. Yeah, I, mean, I think I think you're on something there. You put a you put a couple countries' flags on the old uh, old sea boys, and it's kind of like trading jerseys after a soccer game or a football game right you kind of like oh yeah the union jack from 96 i remember i remember that guy um just like a good way to keep track like have some nice memories i think that's brilliant that's that's definitely the way they should go i mean i think it's it really is a missed opportunity if a country doesn't start doing that and 
Judging by the way the Tongan uh, flag bearer came in, all oiled up, no shirt, just jacked. I'm, I'm I would be surprised if uh, Tonga does not already do that. Yeah, yeah, they definitely have a first to the market on that for sure. I mean, they're, you you know, playing to their strengths. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't care if Tonga wins a uh, a single medal. Like they won the opening ceremonies of that guy. Seriously, like they that I think that, I fell asleep before Tonga. Well, have you seen the pictures of this guy? I don't want to now. It sounds too intimidating. No, he's he's got biceps on biceps. He's oiled up, like just wearing like a skirt. He like does karate or judo oh. or something. And this guy, like when like he's probably top ten most beautiful man in the world, really. And he won the wow. opening ceremonies. Like Tonga won the Olympics. Like they have that medal count going all the time. Like always United States is first, but they just put Tonga on top of it just for that one guy. That's amazing. That so the other cool thing would be like how many gold medalists can you sleep with while you're there? Spend a night with Mr. Tonga and you're a gold medalist the next day. It's just that's what happens. Yeah, they they said honestly, gold medals for your extracurriculars in the Olympic Village. There's gotta be there's gotta be a tally board somewhere that you could just put it up. To be fair, we gotta be we're we're one side on this. Like I'm sure that there's there's girls out there on the uh, in the Olympic Village that are trying to do the same thing. So let's not just say the guy, the best oh, stick man. definitely, definitely. I mean, we're just speaking through the lens of our experience of being male, but yeah, everyone wants to get it in at some point. But it, it is a, a good point. Like, I'm sure they've been given so much instruction and kind of briefing, like, hey, like, this is what's going to, this is what the Olympic Village is about. Try to avoid these pitfalls, X, Y, and Z. I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if this was the lowest sex count of any Olympics in history, you know, because with the Zika, with the poor accommodations, with social media being so prevalent, it's like, you know what? I I can't trust these people. I, I just want to go to bed. Take me to my dorm room. I got to wake up and race tomorrow. But uh, yeah, I don't know. That'd be interesting. Cause, I mean, so the Olympics started in Greece. So you have to imagine like back in the day, I'm sure we could find some relatively quick information on this, but you'd think that like orgies in the Olympics were just kind of went hand in hand, right? Like that had to be a thing. Oh, it's gotta be. It's gotta be. They just naked in the Olympics for most of the time back in the day. I think that's true. They didn't even wear clothes. Yeah. I mean, the fact that that changed, I mean, I know European culture is a little more, a little more loosey goosey and more, not as conservative as us red blooded Americans, but seriously, let's go back to those days. Like let's make it an event. I think so. Well, that's the thing, too. Like, you watch swimming, you watch gymnastics, you, the people are basically naked. It's like wearing a painted bodysuit. Like, there's nothing being left to the imagination here. Um, so just take it one step further. Absolutely. But, Zach, thanks for coming on the show. This was fun. Uh, hey, no problem having me. Yeah, you know, it was fun. You know, we had some difficulties along the way, but we made it work. So, uh, you know, if you want to say did. goodbye, you know, maybe promote yourself, you can do that. I wouldn't dream of it, Tom. I feel like this has been the biggest promotion I could have ever had. Yeah, all right, man. So this was the cause, you know, for all the cause of the cause podcast. Uh, if you don't, it's fine. I don't really care. But hey, thanks for listening, guys, and have a good day.